Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations, with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Dear friend of the Indians, you said that today we would talk about the things that people need to bear in mind when they want to contact the deceased. What would you like to tell us about that? It is not an easy experience to lose a loved one. But little about this really is the trial you make it out to be. The loss of communication plus the childish fear of being left alone are the only things that make the situation harder to bear. But from my perspective, from the spiritual realms, I can tell you that the death, as it were, of a real connection is not even possible. This means that first of all you need to understand and realize that the soul only leaves the earthly body but that it continues to exist, to live and to love in the cosmos. The change in the mode of communication makes it harder to sense this connection, but ultimately all remains as it were before. The soul existed before it entered the body and it will continue to exist after it left the body. But back to the advice I would like to give if you want to contact those who have departed. It's not really that hard. On the one hand, your thoughts and feelings are part of the big picture. And on the other hand, it is only the mode of communicating these words and thoughts that has been interrupted through the fact that one of you has to communicate without a body. But ultimately, the connection remains as strong as you wish and maintain it. But if this connection is interrupted, the resonances change somewhat. For even though a connection stays in place, it can be strengthened or weakened. So the most important thing for you is to realize that the imagined wall that appears to have arisen between you does not exist, but that your connection can be maintained through communication. The communication between you, even though you may not immediately receive an answer, it has taken place. When a soul leaves the body, it enters the appropriate level of energy for the amount of joy or sadness as the case may be, that it was able to collect during its lifetime. But even there, in the ether, as you are wont to call the spiritual world, it remains connected to all the connections it created during its lifetime, as well as the cosmic whole, 
only its perception has changed. So if you wish to contact such a departed soul, then speak these words. Life has connected us, and death may not break this connection. Therefore, I ask you to stay in connection with me. This is at the same time request and permission to maintain this connection as it was during the soul's physical life. Those who do not wish to maintain this connection do not need to speak these words, but they should know that this connection remains regardless. Interesting. Thank you. This brings me to the question whether it is possible to break a connection, for instance, when you had negative experiences with this person, in the sense of, okay, thank you for this experience, but now please be on your way, <laughs> as I want to continue my journey without further connection between us. Is that possible? And if so, how do you do that? That is possible. But all of your players cannot completely undo a connection in the cosmos. Hmm. Therefore, all that you can ask for is to weaken this connection to the general cosmic level of the connectedness of all things. Can you give us the words for this, please? Life has left its traces, though the connection, communication, of our souls. Let not death leave further traces through our connection. And with that, you end this level of what has been between you and it remains on the lowest possible energy level, right? Right. I mean on the level of connect, connectedness of all things, right? Right. That's interesting. But let us go back to those who wish to stay in connection, or rather in connection in communication. <laughs> Should you just continue to talk to the departed or how does it work? What would you advise if, for example, if we wish to maintain a very strong connection, for example? This is a beautiful question, dear. Then, when you wish to maintain a strong connection, communication via your feelings begins to strengthen this communication. For even when your words do not elicit words in response, your feelings are a strong means of communication. So realize that it is now your feelings that communicate. Then enter deeply into the perception of your feelings and you will feel more and more answers. This is the way the deceased communicate with you no more and no less okay and what about dreams also a form of communication but rather vague it is infinitely more intense to access your emotions and to receive impulses that way for dream images images are largely produced by your own ego ah. but what about occurrences like say when appliances move in the room drawers open and so on what is that is that departed yes mm -hmm. really and how do they do that or rather why do they do that this is quite simple 
the departed are still around you and seek your attention. Therefore, it is necessary to create or maintain an emotional connection. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is getting complicated. You say that they are right around us. I mean, they are here and they need attention. This means here on Earth. But at the same time, you say that they enter into <laughs> a level appropriate to their energy. How can I understand this? <laughs> you are asking an important question, dear. Thank you for that. The most important thing in the cosmos is to let go of your old thought and belief patterns. For if you only think in terms of the human world, then you won't be able to grasp the spiritual. Therefore, please know that the departed passive according to the level of purity and love in their soul. But at the same time, They can use the physical levels to a certain extent. So, regardless of the level of their joy energy, the souls are still able to manipulate material objects to a certain extent in order to attract your attention. But is still sound incredibly it's it still sounds incredibly complicated, so to be honest. Mm. Because on the one hand, you imagine them on some higher level, and on the other hand, they can use a typewriter. <laughs> This is hard to understand. I would take a book to explain this in better detail. Yes, <laughs> that would be a book about the spiritual levels, right? Yes, Okay. Then exactly. Let us work with the information that is important right now here, okay? Okay. Are there also those that want to re-enter other bodies? Of course. Is that also part of the book about the spiritual worlds or can you be described here? It is a little difficult to describe it here, but let me try. You will receive a more in-depth answer for the book about the spiritual world. Mm -hmm. The degree of despair that a soul feels is linked to the experience it had in a body. And since many of the joyless souls are incapable of seeing any other way to refuel their energy levels, they try to enter other bodies. This is a very complex answer and I would like to describe it better in the other book. Just now that a monk the many opportunities that the cosmos presents. Sorry, just know that among the many opportunities that the cosmos presents, there are those that make you lose energy. And so the deceased may try in different ways to get energy from humans and other beings of the cosmos. Hey, 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 briefly, what do you mean with other beings of the cosmos? I mean, you mean this generally for... for There are also other planets on which beings die and they have the same problems, right? Right. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> Let us stay with the human beings, otherwise it will be really too confusing. Okay. So you get the feeling that those who had little joy in their lives are punished further after death by the further absence of joy and energy. Yes. 
and that presents a whole new set of challenges. He cannot really move around, is not flexible and continues to experience lack in the state of being. Yes. Then he may, in his desperation, seek help, for instance, via other people who cannot really help him either. It makes me think of a very rich person who has lots of money and material possessions. Somehow you would like you would think that he would be able to buy a lot of joy with this money. And then it seems unfair that some can buy this joy with money and others can't because they haven't any money. <laughs> and then they are even punished for this fact. On the other hand, I know fully well that really joy has anything to do with money. Exactly, dear. But allow me to say more about that. The experience of joy is not linked to money or matter. The only important aspect here is that it provides the basics. I mean that I provides shelter and nourishment. Through this, other temporary problems arise, but they are guided and protected by the cosmos. Generally, you can say that all beings that have to experience material lack are accompanied by cosmic energies that serve life as such and that they therefore enjoy a special status. But back to those that have abundance. Those people have for the most part forgotten how to feel. This means that a person who has a lot of money and possessions often had to fight so hard for it that he has forgotten to pay attention to the soft whisperings of his soul. This means that they no longer recognize the joy that vibrates deeply in the soul. You would be surprised if you saw how many who were rich in life are ultimately without energy. Hmm. I'm not really sure that I am surprised by that because it really makes sense. But that means that the poor have a special protection that brings the souls into a state where they can bear this and are even capable to experience joy. That is correct. If a soul experiences lack via the body that starves or suffers, this lack resonates with the cosmos and then other very bright energies begin to protect this soul. Wow. Can you describe this in a way? I mean, does it really enter a different state or what? It receives a special kind of protection from the cosmos that enables and protects its capib cap capability, sorry for that, to experience joy. In other words, that the inner experience is a separate from the external experience. I understand. That is really a sort of different state of being. Well, you have your work cut out on this crazy planet with so much poverty and suffering. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it beggars description what we do here on Earth. So much wealth and abundance. And at the end of the day, you still have people who are starving because at the other end of the world, they throw food away. I will never stop to rant about this stupidity. You know me. Yes, dear. Well, I digress. 
Would you like to add something on the subject of contacting the deceased? You mentioned people coming to visit the graves. What exactly do you mean by that? Going to the graves? After all, you can contact the deceased anywhere. How does that have anything to do with the grave? You know that. But the people who are only learning about these things, well, let me answer this question. When you come before the grave of your loved ones, become very quiet and listen to the silence inside you. Maybe this silence will help to provide answers and to re-establish the connection with the departed. You are so gentle right now, friend of the Indians. What is the matter? <laughs> Because I would like the people to understand that this separation does not really exist. And as a father who wishes to reassure his child, I try to put as much love into my words as I can. Would you like to add a final remark to the subject of communication with the departed? With pleasure. Well then, please, speak. Life, dear people, is just a step along a long, long path. But on this path, there are places where you are understood and other places where communication appears to be interrupted. But this is never truly the case. The most important thing is for you to realize that the tools of communication will always remain within reach. Life is connection, and so is death. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. And what would you like to talk about next? The next subject would be understanding the states of being in the intermediary world. Okay. Then, thank you very much for today. Thank you. Love. Thank you, Celia. Love.